807 with the Nielsen Show. Dustin Nielsen and Lieutenant Eric with you. Uh, morning fan day coming up. Confessions here around 845 today as well. Uh, the 8 o'clock hour for all of our new listeners. It's the third hour of our show. We have a four-hour show. It goes from 6 until 10 every day yeah. with Dustin Nielsen and uh, Lieutenant Eric Holt. And, 60 uh, minutes does uh, an hour make. From 8 to 9 uh, is 60 minutes. Stretch. A minute is 60 seconds. You count. Yeah. Some it. of our listeners right now might be driving to work. Some of our other listeners might just be ch- chilling at home. Some people might be munching data around the world. Num, 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 num. The num, num, num is a sound we make. For people who are listening online, we refer to it as uh, data munching, and they're munching, right? Num, 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 num. So that's, that's the background on this hour, I guess, for those of you who are new to the show. Now, do you want to uh, tell our listeners about the history of the game of golf? And where it kind of leads us today? Well, we'll, we'll get to golf coming up here with uh, three questions too many. Uh, some interesting news that uh, just popped into the inbox and uh, on Twitter as well. So we'll get to that coming up here. Uh, right now, we're going to play a little kind of easy trivia for Mr. Mike's Steakhouse Casual. Just real people and great food. Come on into Mr. Mike's today on Mark Messier Trail next to the Hampton Inn and at mrmikes.ca. Mr. Mike's is a delicious restaurant where you can go eat food. Uh, Victor is going to play today. Needs to get three out of five correct on kind of easy trivia. That's why it's called kind of easy trivia because you only need to get three out of five correct. If he wins, he will get the gift certificate and a trip inside the nasty tickle trunk. The tickle trunk is where we keep all the prizes. And we started that during COVID because we had all of our promotion and prizing taken away from us. So we came up with new ideas to give away prizes that didn't cost the station any money. And we've yet to get it back. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's the old we're thing. Still, the old we're still waiting for our next there. ultimate sports trip of a lifetime. Uh, uh, all right. Let's go to Victor. Victor, are you ready to play? Good to go. All right. I'll start the ticker. after read the first question. Good luck, man. You need three out of the five. Did the Blue Jays win yesterday? No. What position does Alec Manoa play? Pitcher. Which team won the Stanley Cup game last night? Vegas. Which league begins the regular season this week? Paul. Which team won the Grey Cup last season? Pass. Oh, man, not a CFL guy. (laughs) They are going to remember that AM radio is a viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Totally. No! No! God. Damn it, Shade! Stop it! People don't listen to AM like they used to. Seems like it's more about FM and color TV. That's stupid. It sure is, Kevin. I'm stoked. You stoked? I'm stoked. Just I'm stoked. so stoked. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Inconceivable! You cannot come to my house. No, 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 not today. You cannot come to my house. No, 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 not today. All right, let's get this guy inside the tickle trunk. Box is over. Uh, box is over. And is in box. Here we go. And oh, oh, nothing. No. Nothing comes up empty today. He's already hung up. He already gone. Victor's gone. He already knows. This Texas in says, who was the loser that just played kind of easy trivia? He's just not a CFL guy. He proudly proclaimed that to me. Off the He's going to hate this show for the next three months. Eh? I mean, well, <laughs> unless unless we talk about the big merge, hey, that'll oh, yeah. be the summer. That, yeah. That'll be that'll all be we talk about all months. summer long. 
summer months. Um, we had somebody text in today and say, guys, I'm new to the show, and it's so cheeky. There's so many things. I know it's so clicky. I don't know anything that's going. So we're trying to – I mean, if you've been listening to the show for, the, you know, the 13 years we've been doing it, is there things that we need to pass along to new listeners so they can be brought up to speed and into the loop? I will say there's probably too much going on for them. But you got to look, you got to commit to the show. You got to be patient with it. And then eventually you're, you're, you, you fully become an AM nasty and you understand everything. I think the best part is there's no velvet rope here you need to cross. You don't need, you don't need to pass. You can text us at any time. Yeah. I'll be glad to explain to you anything of what's going on or confusing you. Yeah. And, and you can go, like, I, I'll meet you. I will meet you and trade cards in a parking lot if you so wish. We'll, we'll go to, like, you can, you can reach out, touch us, and not just touch, but you can kind of embrace. So it's all good. If you don't understand something, like, we'll get you there. There aren't, like, you know. Oh, yeah, we'll get you there. Ten realms of, yeah. of difficulty to cross to kind of get. It, it's a family affair. It's the working person show. It's the show an starts, AM. The show starts every yeah, day with yeah. Mary J. Blige's family affair. Because that's what this is. Uh, hey, guys. See, here's two great texts back to back. I love this. Uh, hey, guys. For your song about Renee's daddy, that might fit. I remember that Game of Thrones clip where Ned Stark says to Jon Snow, you may not have my name, but you have my blood. <laughs> uh, we do need a clip to start the song. If you are just joining us, we are uh, working on a uh, song for the search for the sire, which is the bracket um, where you listeners will vote on who becomes the father of Renee. Please talk about Dusty's weird dislike of REM and Brussels sprouts. It's kind of important to the show. Yeah, well, I've just never tried Brussels sprouts, but I feel like they're gross. And uh, REM used to play all the time when I used to work at Save on Foods in high school in the mornings. And I just can't stand those guys. My orange crush. Like, I just I can't do it. Explain the eyes reference. Now, that's a head coach, Dallas Akins, who, uh, who hated the, uh, the eyes. Love the eyes. Love the eyes of everybody. All right, let's get into uh, three questions too many. Today's a segment we do every day at this time. Uh, Lieutenant Eric, do you have a liner for the segment? Three questions too many. It's brought to you by the great staff at Park Mazda. It's a car dealership. They deal Mazda vehicles. It's located in Sherwood Park, and it's run by a man named Mitch Lewicki. They call him the dealer principal there, so you can visit them online, parkmazda.ca. Go visit them. They have a physical dealership out in Sherwood Park where you drive up, you 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 get in discussions with people, and then ultimately you end up purchasing a vehicle, and, and you can take it off the lot. Yeah, and when you purchase a vehicle, you exchange money or other goods, I guess. Yeah, maybe a, a, a trade, yeah. maybe. But those are things, those are questions that you would ask to Park Mazda, mm-hmm. either Mitch Lewicki, one of the amazing staff there, or online at parkmazda.ca. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch does love bartering. He really yeah, does. Well, you, know, it's, you never know, right? How do you, you think he got know. the place in the first place? Won yes. it in a card game years ago. Look at that building. Uh, Lieutenant Eric, do you have a Twitter account? It's at Lieutenant underscore Eric. You can follow me on Twitter, and you can uh, you know uh, look back as well at the vacation I had in Vancouver the last four days. Um, some nice pictures up there. The Marlins won. They have a nice little graphic there. Uh, I like how they had you know, they beat they beat the Royals nine to six, but they have it listed as you know KC six and then nine for the Marlins, which I know what they're doing there. But, uh, and Liverpool getting it done. Hey, York Schmatke. Remember I said remember York that name? Schmatke. One and zero in the transfer uh, window so far. It looks like they're going to get Alexis McAllister over the line, a World Cup winner, Argentinian. Uh, way wow. less than the uh, the standard price. Apparently that he was oh, going for the market. So. A bargain deal. York Schmatke. He's out there dealing. God, one of the big things when they brought him into Liverpool, everybody said. You have to let York Schmadke cook. And it looks like he's boiling something nice over there, right? Manu Kone up next. Ooh, over to Munch wow. and Gladback, hey? Wow. And it looks like this guy's got a lot of work in front of him this year, which is pretty important, I guess. Uh, all right. Let's get into it. Question number one. 
Guys, which quarterback situation in the CFL would you say is the worst this year? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's strange, man. I uh, the worst. Yeah, the that's worst. A t- that's a tough call. I. Uh... To, to me, the most uncertain is yeah. Chad Kelly in Toronto. It's a polite way of saying things. Right, I mean, like, yeah, I would say the most uncertain would be the Toronto situation. It could be good. It could be the worst. And you, I guess based know. on what we know, like, like I've said, most of the quarterback, all these markets have a guy that's been established in the league. You, gotta, you know what you're you're getting, albeit for maybe another offense or whatever it is. For the Argonauts, yes, winning a great cup, but doing it in the fashion they did with Kelly – and and just the fairy tale that that was, and that's fine. And if that's how his career goes, well, he can always look back at that. Guy's got tremendous upside, um, so we will see. But yeah. yeah, I think I think framing the question is uncertain. It, it could be the worst. He hasn't taken significant reps, really. I no. know he was part of a Great Cup winner and made some plays in that final drive. But um, I mean, the other one, I guess, is how how is Mazzoli looking? Another year older, post injury, coming off a significant injury. Um, I could still, see, I, still working his way back. They have, I think it's Arbuckle there. So, yeah. uh, and that would be another one. And then there's just so much, so, so many changes around the league. I get, you know, but I, I think those would probably be probably. I'd have to say Toronto until Kelly shows us something. And I guess until this team in this city shows us something, right? I mean, I'm not kind of unfair on Cornelius to label him that, but. If you can't get a win at home the season prior, I guess coming out of the shoot, you would be you'd be added into that mix. Yeah, I don't know yeah, that. no, that's yeah, that's fair enough. It would probably be a little bit tough on him personally or whatever, yeah. but it's it's just that's question number two. Uh this one just trickled in in the last few minutes because the news is just kind of moving today. But guys, what do you think of this merger between the PGA and Live Tour? Yeah, and that's that's just it. I have more details. How does everything kind of settle out? Who gets who wins? Who's who's merging with who here? Right? It's it's never a fifty fifty merge, right? It's so early in this whole process. I I I don't know. I mean, it's 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 shocking to me. It's very surprising. Um, but I mean, what you're hearing right now for those of you who are not online right away, but uh, the PGA Tour and Live have agreed to merge into a new yet-to-be-named company. This deal would combine the PGA Tour and Liv's golf commercial businesses and rights. Interesting. So it would my, combine the PGA Tour with Live Golf's commercial businesses and rights. Does it say anything about merging it with Liv's golf? Or just Liv's commercial businesses and rights? See, that's... That's strange to me. But either way, Liv kind of wins here, right? You've started something new, and eventually you've gotten the PGA to the to the table with you. That's- I feel like we're two or three years away from Dunya merges with the Cavis Reed Fantasy Football League of Adult Things. Like are this we, is are what we tracking this, things. This here is what this is now, Whew, right? Six man league. Um, by all accounts, we're going deeper into the season for our final than you guys as yeah, well. Yeah, well, we've got the nutrition than the lore. And you yeah. guys, you know, Here new rules. We're, You're the, not we're the hot new kid on the block. You don't even need to start a quarterback. I mean, oh, how fun is that? It's a super flex. <laughs> Flying around on jets. So there. Yeah. Uh, so I, let's let's see. I, I, I'm very, I'm intrigued by this. I'm a little surprised that the PGA decided to go this route. But I do want to see all the full details here before we um, sort of dive into this thing. 
Question number three. Boys, it's National Drive-In Movie Day today. What's the most memorable movie that you watched at a drive-in? Confession. You've never been to a drive-in? No, no no reason to. Grew up in a city. Now, we had a drive-in theater when you were leaving. The should have, uh, yeah, there should be a theater on the outside. Somewhere Cranbrook had a drive-in theater. There were drive-in theaters on the outside growing up. Um, And I can't remember the name, but a plow wind came through one summer and just ripped it down. And it was a big, but the best was driving home. I'd drive home from Humboldt. I'd go see my grandma. You drive home on a summer evening. You're driving down the highway. You get to see and the you, you catch like, you know, five seconds of a movie play. You never oh pulled in, never pulled in. Never went in there. No, I mean, we, you know, city living, you'd go to the indoor theater with the air conditioning, but uh, yeah. no, I, I look, I, I never like, I never turned my nose up at them. I never denied going. I was just never invited. We never went, but I'd be glad to go on one. What do you do? You sit on your, uh, the hood of your car, right? You... Yeah, or you can sit inside, or you oh, can okay. sit outside. Okay. You turn around, sit in the back. I mean, you can sit wherever you want, really. You, around can, put your, your car. you can put your feet up anywhere. Hey? Yeah, you, that, could, yeah. you could have sweet makeout sessions. You oh, know? oh uh... I uh, I never did that, but because uh, the the drive-in theater in Cranbrook closed when I was I just turned sixteen. So like on the final night, um, the final night that it was it was open, or one of the final nights. We went to like a, a triple header. It was like three movies. We went to like three in the morning or something. And uh, it was me, my buddy Viss, and my sister. Just the three of us in my parents' minivan. Super cool. Um, but I remember Face Off was one of the three movies that we watched. So uh, the first time I watched Face Off was at a drive-in movie theater, which was pretty cool. Because that's one of my favorite movies. I remember as a child, my parents used to sneak my sister and I in. We had like a little pickup truck, and they'd make us hide in the back. I don't know how much it cost to go to the theater, but we we hid in the back, and they had like a little sort of thing that would cover like the back seats in this little Ford Ranger. So they we we hide underneath. So how is this connected to your uncle taking you guys over the border multiple times in a school bus? It was your no, uncle, that was correct? My grandpa, was your grandpa, my okay. grandpa. West, so, yeah. so they must have gotten that smuggling That's where it is, know-how. Yeah. This is all part of a bigger picture, yeah. I think, with your family. Turns out, a real sketchy family. You can sneak anything in anywhere, anytime, right? Like you guys just you have the know-how. It's in the DNA, pretty much. Yeah, you, uh, I'm hiding my kids from uh, the, the tax man in Canada right now. You bring multiple kegs into sporting events. Nobody even knows. Eh? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, on the way next, maybe the uh, most realistic and craziest theory of all for the Edmonton Oilers offseason. Who wants a little bit of that good Oilers talk? We're going to give you some coming up here around 830. No Rashog today is uh, at a golf tournament. And uh, no Gager as well. He's at the same golf tournament. And... Uh, Safe to say, Weiss Johnson, who is running this tournament, has officially become an enemy of the show. Whoa. Yeah, you shut up with your whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay? <laughs> 831. Dustin Nielsen and Lieutenant Eric with you. The uh, morning fan day today. Uh, Rashog's at a golf tournament. Can't join us, but it's uh, brought to you by Doug's Place Collision Repair Imitation Parts. What does your policy say about that? Get your vehicle repaired to be just like it was when it came from the factory. Book a free estimate at Doug'sPlace.com. We do have confessions coming up here at 845. We're going to dive back into this live PGA merger uh, just to kick off uh, hour number four. Who's merging with who? Yeah. And who's calling the shots, yeah, right? Like, who's the winner here? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that coming up uh, around 9.05. Pretty fascinating stuff. Um, I was asking earlier, uh, Oilers fans out there, uh, a couple of things I want to get to, but... Uh, you watch the Golden Knights dismantle the Florida Panthers here in the Stanley Cup final. And uh, does that make it easier to swallow as an Oilers fan or does it make it more difficult? Like, are you sitting here today going, ah, you know, in the end, they ended up losing to a really good team that um, 
you know, ends up winning the Stanley Cup. Or, or are you sitting there going, man, if they don't end up in penalty trouble midway through game five when they have the momentum, that's the Edmonton Oilers in the Stanley Cup final dismantling the Florida Panthers. So where, like, what, what does this Vegas Stanley Cup final dominance so far make you feel as an Oilers fan? I want your thoughts on that to 10 12, 60. And then I also wanted to get into this. We talked about it yesterday on Two Guys and a Goalie with myself, Cass, and Gager. Um, you can subscribe to that podcast wherever you get your podcast. We think you'll like it. It's pretty entertaining. We talk a lot of Oilers over there and everything else from around the National Hockey League. Um, so the cap's only going to go up a million bucks, which means the Oilers don't have a lot of space. Half of the cap space that they have will likely end up with Bouchard. Another good chunk of it will end up with Ryan McLeod. And then if you're going to make any sort of significant off changes, you know, a trade or something will have to happen. Which we all get, you know, hot and horny for transactions and trades. I mean, look at the group trade last week. It's like, oh my God, they got group. They got Jane Group. Um, and welcome aboard, obviously, young man. But uh, hey, I, I want to know where people come out on because everybody, you know, Yamamoto is going to be traded and, and Cody Cece, and I moved Cody Cece. And these are all discussions that we like to have, and it generates text messages and it generates Twitter views and podcast downloads and all that fun stuff. Um, but I want to know your thoughts on if they they sign Bouchard, they sign McLeod, they keep Derek Ryan on a near league minimum deal. Costin agrees to stick around for maybe a little bit more than he made because he's an RFA. Bugstad's gone. Yanmark's gone. And a couple of guys are promoted from within. So the only changes would be more of Holloway and maybe another minor minor league guy. Another guy bumped up. Raphael Lavoie, whoever. I mean, it might not be him. Whoever. Another body that can play in your bottom six. Like, what would your thoughts be if this offseason, due to cap implications, is just running it back. Yamamoto, still here. CeCe, still here. You can make a case for anyway. But they don't have the money to go and get anything else because the cap's only going up a million bucks. You got to pay Bouchard and McLeod. And I, I, don't, I don't think it's a completely unreasonable situation that could possibly happen. 10, 12, 60. I, I would love to know your thoughts on what the reaction would be like in this city if it's just the same roster back next year, but without Bugstad, without Yanmark, and more of Dylan Holloway and, and somebody else. Because financially, unless they, they do something of significance, that's probably what it's going to have to be. Eric, what do you think the reaction would be like if you just ran it back? I mean, you, you, you put up a pretty good fight against a team that's going to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. A lot of your guys will probably progress to be better. Jack Campbell, you're hoping for a bounce back. Stuart Skinner should be better this year than he was last year, and he was pretty good last year. Uh, Broberg. A little bit more advanced. DeHarnay, uh, even Bouchard, a full year of Bouchard with that Coleman, full year of Bouchard on the power play. Wouldn't even a healthier CC, I guess. To, maybe, to, I mean, a healthier so, CC. I don't know. I, uh, maybe a Yam will bounce back, but I kind of think who he is is who he is. Uh, well, what did you say heading into the postseason that this team would would stub its toe in in two areas? And I think it, it was no secret. I mean, you you identified goaltending in the blue line as as areas of you know a weakness could, could yeah. pop up and develop. And we haven't said anything about goaltending. That's getting run back. I mean, we know we're not switching that. And, and the defense outside of CeCe, who you just mentioned. So that, and I think Dayherney and Broberg, those are obvious names. I think you could, you could chew on for, for a couple of games and say, okay, maybe maybe you switch something. But I don't think you're, you're but, switching but, anything. Do they progress? And, well, yeah, and that's yeah. just it. So 
So, you so <laughs> year of Ekholm, somebody points out you get a full year of Ekholm? Yeah, or as some people point out, maybe maybe that was the best year of Ekholm. And I just, I think when, when you said those two areas, and I think, again, no secret that those are two areas, that the, the team can score, we all know that. But we haven't mentioned any goaltending names, so that's going to be the same. And we mentioned CeCe on the blue line. So if you're running it all back with the, I, I say fine. I, I don't think, I think the Kyler Yamamoto name might be one that rubs people maybe the wrong way. And, and you know, maybe you can use him to give yourself a little more added flexibility and go out and address something else. However, when it comes to the Derek Ryans and, and I, I mean, Bukestad, I know I was talking, you know, and, and they got the price at him at the trade deadline and some great work because I think him coming in to what he was, to what they were paying him last year. Now, I know he's played himself out of that, won't be able to return. But, you know, I think if you're returning a lot of those guys, Ryan, et cetera, the hunger will be there. As somebody just texted in, Vegas was hungry. This is, if they get this, they've, they've you know, they've been served. Well, who's got the next ticket up in terms of hunger? It should be this Oilers group. So I think if you're bringing a lot of those guys back, I, I'm not too terribly opposed to it, especially when most of them reside in the forward group. And that was an area of, of least concern. Um, but the one name, Kyler Yamamoto, and if it, it would afford you any flexibility to go out and maybe address a position of weakness, Maybe seeing him return next year might might leave people saying, okay, what could we have done in this area? What, yeah. you know, or buying him out or whatever, whatever. But he would be a part of the running back if they run it back. Oh, so it's, it, it's all or nothing. I'm saying the, the running back yeah. is the only additions are coming from within. I don't, I, I think it might leave people a little sour to start this season, but I don't think it would it would lead to, like Yamamoto's not, he's going to do better. If they, if they run it back, think about how good the team was down the stretch with Echo. They could run it back. And be an excellent team for the first three or four months of the season. Allow Holloway to play. Allow Broberg to play more. Allow DeHarnay to play more. Allow some of these other guys. Costin maybe gets a little bit more ice time. Um, and then you kind of have a better read on what you have going into the trade deadline. And then you 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 know injuries are going to pop up. And then you can kind of get a read on exactly what you have to do prior to the uh, to the deadline. So yeah, what would the reaction be in the city to running it? Back. See, I, a entirely. Lot people, a lot of people saying I'm good with running it back, except. Yeah, but and then there's no accept. No, I, I get that. I, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the accept and is. So maybe that's you're answering that right there. That you're not good with running it back. If, if you're going to add an exception to you're running it back, you're not good with it, right? Yeah, exactly. It's either run it back or don't run it back. And even the run it back mode, you're not going to be able to afford Bukestad and, and Yanmark. So, yeah. I mean, you're running back with a little more Holloway. And um, your thoughts on this to the inbox at 10, 12, 60 and there's a there's a lot of them rolling in here millwoods mike says run it back this team as constructed is good enough to win it all scott is in hey fellas there are two main concerns another top six forward and a right shot defenseman i think now is the time to grab a cheap top six winger a guy like brown patch or if mantha or hoffman are bought out to go after them i think Vinny d is started the season is fine then they need to add another d at the deadline Someone like DeMello. So that's in from Scott. Somebody else texted and said the cap's going up more than a mil. Gary well, Bettman said at the beginning of the Stanley Cup Finals, the salary cap's only going to go up a million bucks. So I'm going with the commissioner's word for now. If that ends up changing, then uh, you know his head will be bobbling somewhere else, and he'll be trying to justify how he was wrong prior to the Stanley Cup Finals. Guys, I'm totally fine with running it back. I don't love Yamel, but the Oilers were one of, if not the best team in the NHL after the deadline last year. Realistically, what more can they do? That's in from Jeremy. So, I mean, I think, I know Ken Holland wants to be aggressive, so maybe he, he does, but they're, they're, they're just, they're in a really tight spot. You could buy out Kyler Yamamoto and have like 2.6 million to use. I mean, if they really love Bukestad, 
they could buy out Yamamoto and and try to use that money to pay Bukestad and, and, and you know a, a, a minor or uh, like a cap minimum forward. But uh, for the guy who just texted in, yeah. bring in Pat Kane. <laughs> that's going to end this segment. Well, <laughs> this segment is over now. Uh, guys, no runsies backsies. I think they might runsie backsie. Like what? Well, I don't think it's so much of you have the choice either. We ask you. But that's that's your opinion. But this this group, they just need to play better defense. Like you can add this top six. They have they have enough. They just need to figure out how to play better defensively as a group when it matters. That's it. Anyway, keep the text rolling in here. At 10, 12, 60. Can't bring Yanmark back because uh, his little high stick there is Aaron's stick. Basically cost them a Stanley Cup championship this year. So he's out. Bukestad might cost too much. He's out. Everybody else is back. A couple of guys promoted. Let's see what happens. Confessions coming up here before 9 o'clock this morning. Experience should be popping by for that. But more details continuing to emerge on this PGA Tour live merger. Didn't think I'd be saying that ever, let alone today, just before the U.S. Open, right around the corner. So, and Canadian Open this week. So, interesting times for sure there. And uh, a chance to get in the mix for that Traeger Grill around 9.30 today. The Nielsen Show. So if there's anything that you want to talk about, any kind of secrets or stories or fibs, now's the time to put it on the table, okay? On Edmonton Sports Leader, TSN 1260. Tuesday with the Nielsen Show. Dustin Nielsen and Lieutenant Eric with you. We'll have more on this uh, PGA Live merger coming up here uh, just after uh, 9 o'clock this morning. Um, we'll also give you a chance to get in the mix with the Smash It contest, name the movie that they smoked in. Uh, we'll do that around 9.30 today. Uh, right now, we are joined by the experienced uh, Jeffrey Walker, who has a first-round matchup against Robin Brownlee in the search for the sire uh, the search for Renee, uh, Renee's father, and uh, it'll be Robin Brownlee versus uh, a time-traveling Jeff Walker. You like your chances against Brownlee, buddy? You know, I don't know Robin uh, at all, uh, but, uh, you know, like, I think I got a good chance there. I do, right? I follow him on Twitter, right? So I know what he's all about okay, and all yeah. that stuff, right? But I think I can take him. Yeah, I'd probably put you as a slight favorite in that matchup. Yeah. It'll, be, you, uh, it'll they, be voted on by the listeners, right? So, oh, yeah, that's fine. You yeah. know what? Me and the listeners are tight. All right. The winner of the Brownlee time traveling Jeff Walker matchup faces Rick Pinter. That one hurts in the uh, second round. This would be a tough that matchup. One hurts. Oh, I mean. you know what? I don't know how you beat Pinter. I don't even know if I want to beat Pinter. He's like, he's the guy that showed me the way, right? People thought he was my dad. Yeah, you're, you're, right? you're a so Padawan like, yeah. of uh, Rick Pinter. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what we're going to do there. That would be uh, that'd be interesting. Anyway, uh, we'll recap the search for the sire here before the end of the show today, as well. Uh, but right now, let's get into confessions. Uh, let's slide on over to Lieutenant Eric, who always gets us started. Uh, 
LTE. <laughs> Welcome back, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. I guess I said it earlier, but not yeah, lately. No. Uh, what are you confessing, buddy? Is uh, there a vacation confession coming up here? Or? Yeah, no, I, I, my wife and I went to Vancouver. I hadn't been there in eight years. Uh, beautiful St. Vancouver, visiting some friends and family over the weekend. I had the brilliant idea to eat a bunch of edibles and then try to walk over the Granville uh, Bridge, uh, which, which uh, ended up in me having to hold my wife's hand. What an <laughs> idiot! <laughs> Oh, what a loser! No, laugh, laugh it up, laugh, both of you, laugh. <laughs> laugh. Get it all out. Laugh! My God, man! Oh, nice. Here's the thing about heights. <laughs> I, I love heights, I love a good view. But when I get up there, my mind, like, I, I start getting, like, and then I, and then I feel like I'm going to, like, fall over. Like, mm -hmm. you get a little, like, you get, uh, what is the word, nauseous? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you're up there and you're walking. You know this bridge, this Granville Bridge. It yeah, kind of goes. I, I a beer right under it, actually. It, 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 well, it goes, and then it feels like it goes, and then it goes into the sky, like some sort of Mario Kart track. Like, you know, it just disappears. <laughs> like so Rainbow walking, Road. Well, and there's no, there's no cover. Like, you could jump off, or you could get hit by a car. Either mm -hmm. way. So you've got, like, a, a, you know, a couple of feet of sidewalk, and you're kind of walking. You're hoping not to get hit by a car on one hand or not to fall over the side. And my mind is, like, buzzing. So you're full-blown edible, <laughs> like, panic attack. And the wife on... goes, let's... Can you, can you stop and take a picture of me at the top? And I just, like, I kept, I didn't stop. I didn't say anything. <laughs> it was a 15-minute walk over the bridge. Didn't say a damn word. Power walked over that thing. But you made it. I made it. Back. Made it tell the story. Oh, and wow. welcome back. Thank you very much. Yeah, welcome I, I feel uh, you stronger. Are going to walk that bridge next time you're Only down there? Only if my wife is there to hold my hand. <laughs> she is my rock. It's always important to hold the hand of your significant it other It steadies anyway. you, man. Nice, that's yeah. that's what it is. But uh, if yeah. I was on my own, yeah, I don't think I'd be. Uh, you, you wouldn't be welcoming me back this morning. As you... <laughs> uh, experience, what do you got today, buddy? Uh, you know what? I don't know if this is a good one or not, but I've watched Back to the Future. I know you had the shirt on yesterday. Yeah, I've watched yeah. Back to the Future probably like 200 times in my life. I did not realize until last night that uh, there's two different Jennifers. Like, the Jennifer in the oh first one is not the same one in the second one. And I've watched this movie all these times. I never realized. Shame. 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 One of them is Elizabeth Shue. I know. Who was I my all-time the... teenage crush. <laughs> this is very, very disappointing. You know what? I thought she was the one that was in all of them. I, I didn't really realize. I don't know. Maybe just spaced out on that one i guess but uh yeah wow. no i just realized last night i was watching one of those reaction videos and uh they were on the second one there's like oh it's a different actress and i was like no it's not wait so you were watching a reaction video that's when you found out yeah yeah the, the person <laughs> reacting they figured it out and then i figured it out because they figured it out how much time do you spend in a night watching back to the future reaction you don't want to know <laughs> you don't want to know that's a confession for another that's, day that's quite a bit but too many yeah, yeah wow too many I can't believe you didn't know that. You watched no, it that many yeah, times. Yeah, man, I've watched that movie my entire life, Dusty. It was one of my favorite ones. I just because you know what? There's the end scene of the first one. They and had then to reshoot it. Scene, yeah, didn't I yeah. it, and I always thought it was just the same yeah. scene, right? They didn't reshoot anything. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah, well, run the old one. Yeah, uh, Elizabeth, yeah, no, Elizabeth I, uh, Shue is. Oh. Yeah, Adventures in Babysitting. That's yeah, yeah, Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, so good, yeah. so good. Uh, my confession is that I'm. Uh, I mean, people know this, but I'm. Uh, like, right now, it's just hitting home once again. I'm such a fantasy football degenerate. I'm sitting here while we do this segment staring at a team that I'm currently drafting in a best ball slim draft. Does anybody <laughs> know what a best ball slim draft is? Well, Ooh. I do. And, yeah, here's here's the team. Like, I, I'm going to be on the clock in possibly an hour and 50. It's a slow draft. It's not like you're doing it. You just, I, draft, I draft around the clock. I got two drafts going on right now. I've got a six-hour slow draft, and I've got a two-hour slow draft. And uh, 
It consumes me, boys. It consumes me. My team right now is this. Justin Fields, Christian McCaffrey, Javante Williams coming off an injury, Khalil Herbert, and then uh, I kind of went heavy on wide receiver in this one. Jalen Waddell, T. Higgins, Jerry Judy, Michael Pittman. So I know that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good team. team. It's it's I I don't mind this team. So how? But it's it's so bad. I just it's I'm thinking about starting another one. I'm thinking of doing three at the same time. I was doing this draft while I was doing the CFL fantasy draft last night. It's uh it's a major concern that like yeah, I need help. I guess is what I'm saying, guys. I need help. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we? What what are you doing? What are you doing? Can I ask a question about that? So like you, of course you're you can, drafting Jeff. in an hour and a half. It's a so slow like, draft, so, so you have two hours to make your pick. Oh, okay. So okay. I just picked, uh, and then I'm I get, I'm four picks away from picking again because we're at the turn, and the guy who's on the clock right now is an hour and forty nine minutes and forty seconds, thirty nine seconds. Like there's a ticker on it, oh, so I can watch. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, I love it, <laughs> but it is it is a problem. It consumes a lot of my free time. And I don't really have meant much uh, free time. So. When's the waiver wire opening your CFL league? Eh? Is that the, you, you, me, uh, uh, I could add free agents stuff. today. Well, let's go. I could add you free know, agents like... today. I'm actually thinking about, well, I don't want to say anything because the other five guys in the league are all nasties themselves. So uh, I don't want to give away any hints. But I, I, I drafted Reggie White Jr. last night just with the idea of putting him on the IR immediately, right, because he's out. Uh, so there's a, few, there's a few Canadians that I'm thinking where, about picking Where'd Lawler up. go? Uh, I'll tell you right now, Eric, you're prepping for your draft. Well, tonight, right? Was he three to four weeks, right? Or something like that. Uh, with a... Yeah. He needs to get, he pled guilty, which then gives him a criminal record in Canada. So he has to get a permit to, uh, to work. It'll get sorted out, but it'll probably be a couple of, uh, couple of weeks. I think Kenny Lawler went third round, buddy. Who did you take first? Which is pretty, I took Dalton Schoen first overall last ah, night. Zach Kolaris went two. Kadeem Carey went, uh, went three. But yeah, I think I think Kenny Lawler went midway through the third round, Eric. So just interesting. I I mean, if Kenny Lawler was starting the season, well, that's what he I'm probably would have been a second rounder yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So, did you take Cornelius? Uh, no, him? I didn't. No, somebody scooped me on him. Kevin took him in the the, the sixth round, coming back down to me. Kevin, what or Kevin two? Uh, Kevin two, I guess technically. Uh, Kevin with a B. It's like we're in grade three again. <laughs> Kevin B and Kevin S in the league. Um, and then I took. Vernon Adams Jr. and Trevor Harris in that six seven oh, swing. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah that's pretty bad. pretty excited about that. So yes, uh, CFL fantasy, NFL fantasy. It's just I got too much on my plate. Yeah, total back to the future reaction video. Back to yeah, yeah. And a guy who took too many edibles and panicked <laughs> on the bridge. Hey, it wasn't the edibles' fault. It's, it's a heights thing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your confessions. Uh, on the way next, uh, PGA. What do they need to confess? Right? What are, What are they getting to merge with Live? What is this like a five billion dollar deal? There's a good tweet. Uh, Live Golf just pulled off a Michael Scott paper company in real life. <laughs> That's it's basically, I mean, we need to see the details on this, but like, so you're Rory McIlroy and you turn down hundreds of millions of dollars to go join Live to stand up for the PGA Tour. And then the PGA Tour just merges with Live 12 months later. I, I don't know. There's a lot to get through here. So uh, we'll continue with that conversation coming up. Your chance here at uh, 930 today to get in the mix for that Traeger grill as well. Don't go anywhere.